Brought to you by Capital One, where you can open a savings account in about five minutes and earn five times the national average. Just imagine, five times more savings toward that overdue home edition, maybe even an addition on that edition. This is Banking Reimagined. What's in your wallet? Capital One and a member FDIC. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Wearing socks on the outside of your shoes makes you less likely to slip on icy paths. Promoting people at random makes companies more efficient. These two hypotheses were among the winners of this year's Ig Nobel Prizes, handed out by Improbable Research, an organisation set up to promote academic work that makes you laugh, then think. Yet these two winners do much more than that. The first is an important practical breakthrough. I've already instructed my elderly father, who lives in mortal dread of falling, to put his socks on last as soon as the cold snap starts. But the second hypothesis is even more important, as it applies all year round. It was developed by three Italians at the University of Catania, who used mathematical simulations and game theory to make their point. If they're right... With one bound, they've overturned everything we ever thought we knew about management. Though the hypothesis sounds improbable, I have first-hand experience of it working well. Every week at my primary school, the teacher selected a child at random to be milk monitor. If you were picked, you felt honoured and rose to the occasion. If you weren't picked... You took it in your stride and didn't develop a profound hatred, both of the teacher who rejected you or of the successful monitor. When your turn came to hand around the cartons, you learnt that there were some good things about being in charge, the tingle of power was agreeable, and a lot of bad things. You got the blame when the milk was late or warm, even though it wasn't your fault. Gospel Oak Primary School wasn't a pioneer in random promotion. Ancient Athens got there first. It chose its magistrates and decision-makers by sortition, or drawing lots. And as far as I know, though my knowledge of classical history is feeble, that society was really rather successful. In the 3,000 years since then, the corporate world has developed a raft of complex promotion systems, all based on merit. We compile long lists of competencies and draw matrices and give people scores. We do psychometric tests, give interviews, role plays, simulations. We have industries of HR people and headhunters to agonise about skill sets and cultural fit. But even with the best will in the world, we often don't know what sort of merit we're looking for or recognise it when we see it. A further trouble is that people making decisions don't usually have the best will in the world. Instead, we're swayed by all sorts of things we shouldn't be swayed by. How tall someone is, or how good-looking they are, what school they went to. We compare them to ourselves, and either hire people just like us, or, under extreme duress from our chief diversity officer, we hire people because they're not like us at all. Then, when we have awarded them the job, we can't get rid of them if they're no good because we chose them. This may not matter much, as it's impossible to tell if they are good or not because of the time lags involved. With management, the proof of the pudding comes not in the eating, 
but after it has worked its way through the digestive tract. The main objection to promoting people at random is that there would be no reason to work hard if we all knew that promotion never came as a result. This argument is weak as promotion and hard work aren't closely linked anyway. The random system would boost morale by eliminating petty politics and resentment. It would save acres of time. It would mean the dreaded word diversity was never heard again. It would be the end of HR and executive search. Indeed, the new system might even make the average person work harder. If I knew that I might suddenly become CEO tomorrow, I would look sharp today, as I wouldn't want to disgrace myself. The second objection is that you would sometimes end up with dim people in charge. But this happens anyway, the only difference being that under the present system, the dim leaders believe they're smart, which is even more dangerous. And I'm not sure that being a bit dim is really so bad. There have been plenty of dim US presidents, and it isn't clear that they have performed any worse than the bright ones. The system would have the final advantage of eliminating corporate greed. The top man would get the right amount for doing the job, enough to compensate for the additional work of handing out the milk, and enough for taking responsibility when it gets spilt. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Upwork has the world's largest network of independent professionals. So if you need a UI designer, hey guys, Kevin, a full stack developer, Madeline. Or a whole team of designers and developers working together? Hey, you've got the full team here. Uh, myself, Rachel, Adam, and Stephanie. Hey, hey everyone. Hey, how's it going? Hi. Upwork has agencies too, available for six weeks or six months. When you need in-demand talent on demand, Upwork is how.